right, lovers, welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, episode 140, Dealing with Death. Now, this is the second episode of the Mortality series, so I want to welcome you back. And if this is the first episode that you are discovering of the Mortality series, I want you to know this is a nine-episode series, so be sure to tune back in, whether you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or just heartsunleashed.com. Welcome. Thank you and glad you're here. And I'm guessing that this may be some people's first time catching the episodes or the podcast because maybe someone shared it with you. This is a topic that I am incredibly passionate about and also passionate about supporting people through the process and talking about death and empowering that conversation. And so today we're talking about dealing with death and another term, digesting it or processing it. And I want to start by saying that I have spent my life being conditioned to have a different relationship with death. And so I can talk about it quite simply and without a lot of energy or emotion, even my own loved ones who have passed on. And I do honor and respect that not everybody is in that place or processes death in the same manner that it could bring up tears and frustration, anxiety, rage, misunderstanding, uh, all sorts of things. And so all while I will talk about it without a lot of energy, uh, I do want to share and explain how much compassion I have for those who struggle with the concept of death or it affects them so, so deeply. And so I'm sending you a lot of love. And I also uh, always want to offer and extend my services for those of you who may feel like you've been dealing with death or dealing with a specific death for an extended period of time to the point where it is preventing you from living fully. And so sending you a lot of love and I offer 30 minute discovery calls that are one-on-one calls that you can get one-on-one support and attention from me and share what you are personally dealing with and maybe struggling with. I'll dive right in. The first point I'd like to make around this digesting and processing death is healthy coping mechanisms and being able to actually process it. One of those parts of processing is acknowledging the impact of it. But also, I really think that it's important to say that time is not the thing that heals all wounds. Time is valuable in healing. Time is very valuable in healing. However, I also recognize that it's not the only factor of healing. A lot of people will say, you know, 10 years could go by and you have as much energy Uh, it, It triggers as much of a reaction as the same day as the person passed, meaning that there's not a lot of healing actually occurring. And so I'd like to say that time does not heal all wounds. Intention heals all wounds. And furthermore, time plus intention heals wounds. And no matter how powerful or strong the moments after someone passes, especially if it's unexpected or a shock or Uh, It is premature. Death can be premature for people and it doesn't feel fair and it, and it hurts. And it's, it's so abrasive in the amount of disruption that it can cause in life, especially if it's something unexpected or again, premature. And so uh, the processing of that may take more time and no matter how evolved you may think you are, no matter how evolved I think I am, you know, I can specifically remember a few deaths in my life, like my grandpa. It took a few weeks 
to really be able to not have that pain in my chest about it. And, you know, he passed one evening and I went to work the next day and I really was thinking like, it was just that it's that strange thought of man, that that soul is not on this earth anymore. And so I want to kind of hand that concept over to you is like, there's a lot of pain in missing their physical presence. And I'm going to say this from love, but that is your perspective. And because I'm, I'm short of a word for it right now, it's a selfish perspective. And I don't mean that you are selfish. I mean, it's a self, it's a perspective coming from yourself, meaning they're not here anymore. Mm, Right? Well, they're physical body is not here anymore. That means you don't, you can't hang out with them. You can't talk to them. They can't necessarily talk back to you and you miss that. And that's for you. That's not for them, right? They're at rest. They're at peace. So it's your missing and it's not a bad thing. And it, you know, I say your, and I say selfish and it's not to have a negative connotation. It's to just look at the fact that you're holding on to something that has now changed and you're not willing to release it yet. So there's a processing that needs to happen. So there's healthy coping mechanisms. Number one is don't fall into unhealthy coping mechanisms like avoiding numbing out. And usually numbing out comes in the form of substance abuse or uh, bad habits or just, you know, you know, your unhealthy coping mechanisms, but some healthy ones are communicating, communicating your needs and thoughts and your emotions and feelings. And so that can be professionally, which I often recommend, especially if a death is, um, is notably affecting you, that therapy or professional support is probably very beneficial. Sometimes our loved ones cannot give us the appropriate support. And I think this is very important when we talk about death, because death and divorce and sometimes losing a job or like a a financial hardship and crisis or your own illness that you might be dealing with, our friends and family aren't always equipped to help us. And then we want to talk about it more than people want to listen about it. And that is not to, has anything to do with them being willing. It's that they're not equipped to support your need. And so the and, and my friend, that doesn't make you needy. That doesn't make you needy and it doesn't make them bad. It's just not a proper channel to get the support you need to process or cope with death if you are feeling highly impacted by a specific death. Sometimes like parents and children or best friends, you know, very close people that we say to them, I can't imagine my life without you. And then you actually have to experience your life without them can be disruptive can really damage the emotional state until you decide that you're going to start living your life again, right? I want to touch on a few coping mechanisms, but I think you've heard me say a lot of them like journaling, 
communication, meditation. I love meditation in the concept of death because you can meet with these souls. You can meet with your people. And no matter what your uh, religious or spiritual background is, you know, I'll speak from the concept of reincarnation or that's that souls live on may not enter a new body per se, but it's present. That energy is present. And you can always tap into the memory of that person and that, that you can get a visit, you can get a message, but not from a space of frantic fear or inquiry. It's from that willingness to receive guidance. For those of you who may be missing a loved one, you can really tap into their energy, but it's from willing to receive their energy, not frantically inquiring to reach them. You can't like pick up the phone and call heaven, right? Like I know we wish we could sometimes, but it's really about relaxing your body. When we are desperate for the message, it's hard to receive because we're almost listening too hard to where we're expecting something and we won't get what we expect. And so my invitation is if you want to meditate and you want to start to practice meeting with um, souls who have departed or transitioned, you're going to need to relax your body much more. You're going to need to like, there's what I want to say is like soothe your soul. And so you can practice sitting or lying down and doing a body scan and relaxing your central nervous system, noticing if there's any tension in your body. And then meditating yourself into a really safe space. It could be on a park bench in a quiet, calm park. It could be at the beach on the sand. It could be in a forest with two chairs. It could be at a coffee shop, somewhere that you'd like to invite that energy of that person to show back up and have a meeting with them. That's one of my favorite coping mechanisms and and guided meditations that I like to do as a visualization of getting to meet with them. And it may take a little bit of practice, but it's okay. And just explaining to you that that is available and you'll maybe receive messages that you wish you could ask questions and you just take it step by step. And my biggest thing is don't force any of it. Force is again, selfish. It's coming from your needs and wants and desires and also your resistance to what has happened, right? Because the next conversation I'd like to have in this episode is that death is a very natural part of life. We often relate to endings, especially the ending of someone's life as a tragedy, but ultimately it's a celebration. It is your relationship with death that gives it its meaning. You relating to it as traumatic or sad will make you sad and traumatized. So you can have life or death be sad or a celebration And my invitation to you is to shift your relationship with death from a tragedy to a celebration or a graduation or the start of their new life, right? They're now, they may be in heaven or hopefully not hell, right? (laughs) If you believe in heaven, you believe in hell, but you know, it's a transition and I personally like to believe in the universe, right? Like I imagine some of these souls just out there in these galaxies floating around, moving stars, riding stars, having a good old time and surrounding us 
here on this planet, right? We just can't see them. We're, we're not at their frequency right now. And so you can literally feel someone's presence. You don't even have to enter a meditation. You can consciously be talking to someone in the room. And I'm, I'm sure you've had that experience of just talking to someone you know who's passed, but you can feel them around. And so I really just want to speak that true, that death is just a new beginning. And if you think about that in life, that things come for reasons and seasons. And so let's transition this conversation for a few moments out of the concept of mortality, like physical human death, into the endings of things. There is a difference between quitting something and being energetically done, coming to an energetic ending or a forced ending Because if you quit something too soon, it's still not done within you. And if something is forced to end without your control, you're still not done with it. And so there's still natural processing to do to come to the energetic end of it. And the energetic end is what I call completion. And I do work with people in my coaching to come to completion and That means to process the ending of something such that you are actually at the end of it too. So for me, that was divorce. I did not choose divorce per se. It was chosen and it ended and I wasn't done with marriage. So I had to come to my own energetic ending of that relationship and process it. And it honestly, you guys, it took me two and three and four years. I'm I'm in year four and there are still days where it comes back up for me. Not so much anymore. It doesn't, it's not so heavy and I can talk about it pretty lightly and I've learned the lessons that there are to learn. And then sometimes sadness creeps back up. I want you to look in your life where things have ended abruptly, but you energetically weren't done with them. Those are often the things that you are holding on to that then start to hold you back in life. And that's what this conversation is really about, creating the endings such that you can move forward. And so I want you to know that I am so here for you for that. Um, that's what this podcast episode, this series is about, is to be able to come to those energetic endings, those stages of completion. Because beyond the stages of completion, you get a new fresh start to live your heart unleashed and rediscover yourself and your identity outside of grieving. Because your life is not all about grief. It is about gratitude and grace and what there is to grow into. So I love you so much. There is more to come in this mortality series. Please be sure to share this episode if it's helped heal something in within you. And if you know that there's more healing for you to do and you would like that support, please reach out to me directly through social media or email. You can reach me on my website and feel free to uh, ask for a discovery session. We can look at it together and maybe I can support you getting complete in different areas of your life. I love you. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.